Let's do it live. You got the backing tracks plugged in, Gene? Absolutely. All right, let's do this. If you hear Paul Stanley in the background, <laughs> ignore it. Make some noise! <laughs> Welcome, my friends, to Suns Out, Mike's Out, a Cobras and Fire podcast brought to you by the Pantheon Podcast Network and the only show sticking it where the sun does shine. Mike's out season three. Season three? Season three, man. Wow. We are at uh, we're at the Vogel Ranch in Shakopee, Minnesota. Shakopee, a tough guy town, I like to say. It is a tough guy town. No, man. That's why I'm here. You know what? Uh, that's the first time we actually played that from beginning to end. It is. Because <laughs> we didn't we didn't discuss the ending. <laughs> and we nailed it, buddy. We, yeah, we worked uh, it out. Cheers. Uh, all right, right on. Um, yeah, so yeah, sends out mics out season three. Um, uh, thanks for uh, hosting this uh, this event. Um, we we haven't committed to doing more than this. Um, 
So this may be it for myself <laughs> for for this season. But yeah, yeah. Uh, and it's um it's a nice smoky day. Yeah, I just noticed that 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 smell from Canada just kind of wafted in. I mean, come on, Canada, put the damn thing out. Really? What the fuck? Yeah, what are we waiting on? Um, you know the you know how like uh. Oh, you know, with your your internet, uh, whatever, you're, you're basically your your Windows setup at you know. I know at work, like at the bottom, it has like the time and stuff, and it'll it'll tell you like the, what the weather is. Yes. And it'll be like at, at, at something I'd never seen before a couple of days ago at work. It was like 80 degrees and smoke. Oh, nice. <laughs> so yeah, I think we're looking at about 85 and smoke. I'm starting to sweat up a little bit here. It was it, when I arrived here about an hour ago, it hadn't quite uh, cracked 80. It was in the mid 70s, so it was really nice and brisk. And then. Uh, yeah, it heated up pretty quick here. The sun is getting through the smoke, and uh, other than that, it's a beautiful day. Yeah, we got a little bit of breeze, and that definitely helped. Helped move the air a little bit. Yeah, and Neo, uh, we're out here by the chicken coop, um, out here on your ranch. Uh, <laughs> the Vogel Ranch. Yeah. It's too bad we would have more time to rehearse. You know, if you moved closer to me... <laughs> <laughs> I was just talking to Amy about that. I'm like, why do we live so far away from... Why do we live so far away from Gene? You know, this is just, it's really inconvenient for us. Imagine all the rehearsing we could do. My God. We could finally get that uh, Mortificator Jesus Chrysler tour off. Yeah, the yeah. crossover event of the decade. <laughs> exactly. Uh, God. Well, fucking A, man. Uh, cheers. Uh, and by the way, we uh, thank you uh, for taking uh, me and my buddy Andy out to uh, the Loons game last week. That was fun. We're talking summer activities, outdoor yes. soccer. That was a great stadium. Also, yeah, you know. Corporate suite, if I can say that. Um, I mean, it was that's the way to do it, right? You know, I don't know. It, it was decent. Don't get me wrong. The price was right. You know, all that jazz. But you know, I think the, the as a whole, that whole um, that whole stadium just feels cool to me. Yeah. I don't, although I'm glad we weren't in the sun on the other side of the field. And yeah. The, but yeah, on the east side. Although I, I still haven't got my summer burn out of the way. Typically, you know, as a Scandinavian. Oh. I like to get that burn done early. Get that base layer. Right? Yeah, exactly. And then you really you're done with it, pretty much. Uh, <laughs> Typical Minnesotan. Oh my God. Yeah, no, no doubt. Typical Minnesotan. Oh man. So you know, I don't know what we're gonna do today. Honestly, I, I have a few things to talk to you about, and one thing I kind of teased you with, but uh, and I have a special guest uh, gift for you. But uh, how close are you to finishing the beer you're on? Pretty much. I was actually contemplating running in to get a uh, a backup. Yeah, you, why don't you go do that? Because I, I think with what I'm going to give you, you probably are going to want something other to drink it. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm curious. Uh, so uh, you're really setting this up for excitement for me. I'm yelling at you a minute ago about play play some new stuff. You know. Yeah. <laughs> oh God. Gene Vogel's porch He's getting himself a beer Getting myself nice and buzz The sky is definitely not clear It's smoky as fuck In Shakopee When you go, go to Shakopee It's smoky as fuck so we got uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, the, the surly, um, uh, it's not football season yet, Gene. Are you going to jinx the, the whole season because you're having one of those right now? Uh, no, but, it's you, this is a year-round speculation that I want the Vikings to win one before I die. Yeah, me too. I just, uh, I don't want to be the reason they don't, you know, so that's why I don't tempt fate. I thought you were the reason they haven't. Yeah, probably. Anyway, uh, I got us each a, a special gift, uh, kind of an impulse purchase here, uh, but it's very summery. It's a bush light peach. <laughs> Limited oh, edition, by the way. Yeah, I see that. So, yeah. Uh, th- so, this only 200,000 cans? Yeah. Or it's 2 like, million? It's like when someone does something nice to, to pay you back for the, the graciousness that you're showing them. This is kind of the opposite of that. It's yeah, like, this is like a punishment. Uh, hey, thanks so, for having me over, fucker. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, let's, Here's a uh, peach. <laughs> let's crack these guys open. I'm going to start with the smell here. Oh, yes, please describe it. It's fucking that. peachy. It is. Hmm. It feels like a... Is this... Now, are we being set up? Is this not going to be a beer at all? It's just going to be like a peach seltzer? Hmm. 
it's got to be beery, doesn't it? Malt liquor, something. Um, you take a taste. That it's kind of like peach pop. Yeah. It it's not bad, but it's also not good. Right. Yeah. I mean. I mean. I suppose I could finish it. I mean. I it, it only. It, it. I didn't break the bank getting these. I wouldn't think so. Uh, so I will not be offended if you just because I don't know that. Now the aftertaste is hitting me. There are sober kids in Africa, so <laughs> I think we should finish these. Fair enough. Uh, uh, cheers. Uh, yes, cheers. Sounds out. Mike's out. Oh, man. So one of the things that you like to... I'm uh, going to make a comment. Yeah, yeah. Uh, if we do finish these, I hope you only brought the two. Oh, no, I got like 14 more, so... Oh, shit. It, it was a rare 16-pack. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, actually, these were like singles. Like they're, okay, good. And they were like a dollar for anything in there, and I saw those two things, and I'm like, oh, I'm getting those. <laughs> uh, and, and 14 more. No, I, no, this is it. This is uh, absolutely it. Must have been uh, awkward at the cash register. <laughs> a little bit. Well, you know, I mean, they probably didn't look at me two side. I, I was buying two cases of Coors Light and this. So, because I actually was going to. No, like, I mean, walking up there with 14 single cases. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just holding them in my arm. You guys got any more in the back? <laughs> I'm recording a podcast. <laughs> this guy really likes the bush light peach. Yeah. <laughs> oh you can have one of those police uh, reports. Don't crush your cam. We'll take a photo for the oh, show absolutely. art at the end. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. So last time I brought you uh, this is another Anheuser Busch product. You know we'll, we'll get into that first here because last time we talked uh, the whole kerfuffle with Bud Light kind of came up. Yes. Um, My life in four songs featuring. Baco. Yeah, yeah. That was a lot of fun, by the way. I, it, I do appreciate that. It was uh it was a, a really good good time. It's always good to just to hang out and talk with you. That's uh, true. Um it is but, good to hang out with me and talk. Yes, yeah. Um I tell everybody. It's just hang out with Gene and talk. Uh you know, and, and by the way, I'm warming up to the new look. Um Oh yeah, I'm growing my hair out. Yeah, yeah. Uh <laughs> you're going you're you're letting see I like to keep my lettuce tight. It's a little floppy today. I'm I'm getting close to where I need to trim it up, but you're letting it go, man. I'm yep. I'm just throwing caution to the wind. I did trim up the sides a little bit last weekend, I think it was. But mm. uh, other than that, uh, yeah, I'm just kind of letting it grow and seeing what happens. I'm trying something new, a new style. Cool. I miss that. I miss my long hair back when it's down the you know middle-ish of my mm. back. Just not getting constant haircuts. I kind of I kind of miss that. I miss my long hair quite regularly but the last time it's been about a decade since i tried to grow it out and i got i don't know maybe about longer than where you are now but but you know to where it was just kind of dangling middle middle of the eye okay and i just couldn't fucking take it anymore that's where i'm worried about is because you you got to get through that awkward phase yeah it doesn't look good for about seven to eight months and then uh people start staring at you cross-eyed like oh is this where he's gonna finally go off the deep end no i'm just growing my hair out that's all i remember during covid remember all that you couldn't get your hair cut anywhere and it was like, so I, I intentionally did not shave. I, I figured, you know, you're looking at this like, well, this will only be a few weeks, a couple yeah. months. You know, you're like, <laughs> I'm just not going to shave or cut my hair until I can. And I think I made it to about the middle of, uh, so that started in March. I don't know. It'll come up in my Facebook memories, but it'll be like uh, in the middle of uh, July or something like that. Or it couldn't have been much longer in July where uh, I, I just finally had it. And uh, my wife, I... I had had her cutting my hair for a while, even though she's not a stylist. I was like, I have a pretty down and dirty haircut that, that I like. It's like, it's this setting, just buzz it, and then just trim up the top. Uh, and she did a great job, but she hated doing it. And she refused. She's like, I'm not cutting your fucking hair. Um, <laughs> Angel's the same way. Yeah. She's like reluctant to do it. It's like, you know what? If you could just learn how, especially with yeah, my old hair We'd save $20 every six or two months. Yeah, exactly. Oh, God. Uh, I'll throw you the tip, but... Yeah. <laughs> and the only trimmer, we, I couldn't find our, I actually bought a haircutting kit from back then. It must have gone bad and we tossed it or something. I couldn't find it. But oh. I had a uh, set of shears for trimming long-haired cats. And that's oh. what I used. And it was the biggest butcher job. It felt so fucking good. But when I was done, I was like, can you at least make this somewhat reasonable? Like, this is the best I can do by myself. You know, I'm like standing in a mirror just kind of like buzzing around. I'm assuming you're not much of a hat guy either. No, no, I got this oversized melon. It's hard to find a hat that doesn't look ridiculous. Like I, I can look decent in a cowboy hat, but like a baseball cap, it's almost impossible to find one that I don't fucking just get irritated with. It's like the, I need the the. the you got a custom the, order something? Though. Yeah, apparently, I don't know, man. I see guys with fat heads that wear hats that look good on them, but uh, 
I don't know. Something with me. I, maybe it's just my personal thing. Yeah, I'm not a big hat guy in general, but uh, I don't know. I, I'll wear them, but it's mostly when I'm wearing it's because I don't either want to take a shower or I don't want to do something <laughs> to my hair or whatever the case may be. Yeah. So I wear them around the house on occasion or... Well, see, I like a, I like a, my haircut, generally speaking, like when it's like within the first, I don't know, one, basically the first four weeks, the worst hair day is still presentable out in public. But then it starts to get a little too long where you get the bed head or, you know, the, the nonsense you're seeing today. But uh, so, yeah, but I, I try to space it out, too. You know, I, like about once every two months I get a cut. See, your hair to me today looks like it's like, I just don't give a fuck. Fuck you all. Well, I did take a shower and, you know, you know pushed yeah. her back, but yeah. And I don't give a fuck, but exactly, uh, it's a statement here because what I'm saying. Oh, nice. your 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 statement to me and the world is, fuck you. This is how I'm looking today. All right. Well, we should probably uh, get off the grooming se- uh, <laughs> uh, session of the the podcast here because I was just getting to my balls, dude. Oh, well, then I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Carry on. <laughs> uh, I am not a manscaper. It's fucking a forest down there, man. Oh wow. Yeah. It's like a thimble in a field or a bird's nest. Uh, yeah. I, I actually, uh, overall, I think I'm fairly blessed. I have almost no hair where I don't want it. Really? And, and a good hair. Have you checked your ass lately? Well, that's the only place I can't say. I, I can only go by feel. Um, and it seems like that, that it's okay. You want me to do that behind the pants check? Yeah, why don't you? Yeah, we'll, we'll take a <laughs> Just second reach here. In there. You want me to moisten it first? Yeah. But but uh, no over-the-top chest hair. Uh, I got a good head of hair on top. No, yeah, no receding, nice and thick. No, no receding hairline yet, you know. Um, uh, but I, the weird thing is that, like, I have almost no hair on my legs. I have, like, swimmer's legs. and Or biker's legs. Yeah, it looks yeah. like you're ready to run a, the, the, what's that, the Tour de France. Yeah, there you go. You got to uh, lose a ball, though. Yeah. If you're really going to commit. <laughs> and they also defraud people. Uh, <laughs> maybe cheat, drug up. Just be the cheater that doesn't get caught like the rest of them. Yeah, exactly. Um, but back to the Bud Light thing, because we got the bush light here. Oh, uh, yes. I, I, you know, I, I found out in the last few weeks that, you know, Kid Rock, of course, who was the huge, like, you know. <laughs> yeah. The champion of cancel culture. Yeah, the, 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 yeah exactly. Uh, still, sell, You can still buy Bud Light. Yes. At, at his bar uh, there in Nashville, because he's such a man of conviction, and you know, and like you know, he he stands by what he says. Now it'll cost you eight dollars, but that's because it's in downtown Nashville. Uh, Is it just eight bucks? I would have thought it would have been more downtown. Well, I am going off of 2021 Rock and Pod prices. How about that? God, okay, I feel you. Um, so it's got to be closer to ten now. Uh, I just remember a, a guy, guy, God, he goes by the name of Dos Angeles. He's uh I met oh, him that I met Mike him that Dawson. year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the guy who works for Adam Carolla? Correct. Yeah, okay. Uh by the way, he also has his own band, uh, The Smoking Kills. Yes, he does. Um so that'd be uh, uh something that a little plug there for him, but yeah, he uh he posted a picture on I don't know, Facebook or Instagram. He's like, "Yeah, at Kid Rock's Honky Tonk, Twitter. Have, having a Bud Light, eight they were 8 bucks." <laughs> that was all it said. So it stuck right in your brain. Yeah, yeah. So uh, going back, but yeah, we could probably put up on the internet here and find out what it costs. But I'm sure. But anyway, uh, I just uh, I love that like um, that that anti woke movement that is just so intent on being upset over things that that they never put any thought into ever in their life prior to someone telling them this is this is what's happening. That's the beauty of being white, though. Well, I guess you don't have to think about it. Well, I I think it's the beauty of being dumb. There's that's just go be part of it. So, uh, but I also am very disappointed in Bud Light. They're, they're they oh, had big time. they had a chance to actually like you stand know, up you, for the convictions. Yeah, stand. Speaking of lack of conviction, Bud Light is no different than Kid Rock. They fucking basically <laughs> yes. stuck their fucking perfect you know, bedfellows. Yeah. So yeah, well, it's it just just a bunch of shit, and you know, I'm like, I mean, I talked about it um, because I, I had a guy like make a comment behind me at the Ugly Kid Joe show, um, and to me. The biggest issue is that no one cares. This is just Bud Light. What do you fucking care who they had endorsed this? Well, it wasn't even an endorsement. They just sent cans to this. Well, they were individual. trying to drum up oh, a, yeah, a they, following based on her, and and it is all corporate too. Let's let's not like act yeah. like you <laughs> they're, know they're perfect um, or that they mean it. But uh, you know, it, it, like Joe Rogan and Ice Cube got into this, uh, and I, I watched a little bit of that, and it's just like. It's just disappointing that nobody can just be honest about everything. It's like, you know, Bud Light was do- not doing this because they felt like a moral conviction. They felt this was going to be good for them. 
it backfired a bit on some of their core audience. And by the way, I'm going to kind of defend that to a certain extent. Know who you who's buying your beer. Yeah, no shit. You know, I mean, it's but. That said, good for you if you really want to say, you know what? Because I do believe like a. But they a, don't. That's the thing is, they they immediately fucking folded like a house of cards. So they lost both sides of it. Mm-hmm. They could have had people championing their cause, but they didn't. They fucking immediately did a reversal. Yeah, I went out and bought a six pack of Bud Light just to come over and drink because of that. You know, that day that that I, I thought came it was over. to make me gay. Well, what? No, remember we found out we we both had it and, and our gayness did not change at all. We oh, were, right. Yeah, that's what I remember, too. We were just as gay after as we were before. Right. Um, but, yeah, it's it, it's kind of silly. It, it's just like... I, my point is that I think a corporation, even though they might be doing it for less than altruistic reasons, they can help with making change. You know oh, what I mean? Sure. You know what I mean? Uh, they don't necessarily have to believe in every cause they donate money to, but they might think it's good for their public image, and they can, still, they can do both. You know what I mean? And so... I get the jadedness that people have, but understand that a lot of stuff that you do like and that you do endorse and that you do embrace is happening for the same reasoning that you're criticizing corporations for helping out causes that for some reason your hateful black heart is against. And that's, I think, the focus here is that, like, I, I'm just I'm just so disenchanted with, with how bad people are as far as, like, just their general what they want to do. You know what I mean? I, I don't have to like somebody to think that if they need help, they should get it. Uh, I don't have to agree with anything. I, I, political leanings, you, if you, if you need, I'm very progressive when it comes to like everybody just having the opportunities to get anything they need for whether it be mental health, medical care, or just a fair shake at a job, education, all that stuff. Um, and we're getting a little serious than I wanted to get because we're still talking about Bud Light. Uh, but, yeah, so I, it's just, God, every t- time you turn. You know, a friend of mine posted something on Facebook last night and wake up this morning and the, all these shitbags that are using God as, as their religion are just fucking being angry, shitty fucking people because That's Jesus. That's what Jesus would want. Yeah, exactly. It's like, what, what fucking church do you go to that this is the che- teaching? I just saw the GOP had a big fucking fundraiser in Iowa hosted by the evangelicals. What the fuck are we doing, man? I don't want. I want separation. You fuck yeah? Are you kidding me? Yeah, there's a lot, lot more people who don't believe what you believe than 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 agree with it. So, well, that's the problem we have with corporations and the the church is they're too involved in the state. Yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. Well, we got to fix politics by not. We keep electing the same fucking two parties that fuck everything up. Now, obviously, they used to be pretty equal. You, it was the lesser of two evils, depending on the um, the person who we're putting up. But it feels like lately the evil has tilted into a certain direction. Yeah, very much. Yeah, and they're and they're appealing to the worst common denominator. Or, yeah. Lowest, well, lowest common lowest, denominator. Sorry. But but no, I was saying like the worst of us, like uh, you know, or the worst of our tendencies. Because I've had good people that still support that party, but it's like they're only doing it because it's become a team sport. It's not even. Regarding right or wrong, one hundred percent. I want yeah. my team to win. It's like really because I mean, Chris Christie sounds like the most reasonable Republican you ever heard lately. I mean, what the fuck happened? Where did this world get to? Yeah, Jesus, son uh, of a bitch. <laughs> let, let's get off of politics because uh, it's it's about summer and fun. On yes. suns out, uh, Mike's we got to come together, not yeah. enhance our differences. Yeah, um, exactly. Uh, my, I'll, you know, I'll, I'll end it with this: divisive people. Stop fucking talking about how we're too divided. You're the fucking reason. All right? If you're if you're divisive with your approach and attitude and mentality towards the world, you don't get to fucking complain about how divided we are. You're causing this divide by shoehorning your beliefs and your thoughts down the throats of people who don't agree with you. Don't tell me you're all for coming together when you as long as we do it on your terms. That's not coming together. That's not agreeing to disagree. That is cuz that's that's always the fallback. It's like, well, you know, we just look at things differently and I also want you to be wrong for just existing as you are. It's like, fuck that. Anyway. All right. Hard shift. Please. Uh, all right. You, um, I'm going to bust your balls a little bit here. I just want to make sure this comes off uh, playful because uh, I'm glad I shaved him. I've, uh, <laughs> uh, I've ridden in a car with you. Um, so I know what you're like when you drive. And as much as I like to bust your balls, you are pretty, I'm pretty much the same. 
Like my wife, if if I actually told my wife what it was like riding with you in a car, if I was being critical, I, I should say, I can't believe Gene like lost his shit over like this guy couldn't. She would just die laughing. She's like, All right, you know that's you, right? So <laughs> I do know it's me, yeah. Um, but you uh, you like to post uh, a lot of stuff on Facebook that are like, uh, you know, like memes that are talking about like traffic laws or, or, or the right way to do things, you know, like uh, whether it be someone cleaning off their windshield during the winter, you know. And you, you <laughs> large- Instead of driving with a, the, yeah. the pop can sized uh, holes that they yeah. can see through <laughs> so sometimes I'll, I'll, I'll needle you back you know uh because i i don't think you've ever actually posted something i said well that's just wrong except for possibly one thing oh well, really yeah I'm we're gonna to talk we're gonna talk about zipper merges baby <laughs> oh, God. uh so uh for those that don't so know you're a, you're a left lane jam no 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 let's, okay. let's don't get ahead of me here sorry i am definitely not um, uh, I, I'm just going to ask you some questions. I, I, I'm Joe Rogan here. I'm just asking <laughs> questions. Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. So for, for people who are unaware, I, I don't think there's very many, but is it basically when road construction comes, it's when you basically your highway, your freeway is, is taken from two lanes down to one so that they can work on half the road at, at that time. Or, for, or maybe they're working on the other side and you're sharing it with that, well, the cars that will be over there. It doesn't matter. You come to a point. And uh, basically, everybody needs to kind of merge together and go single file, and it backs traffic up a little bit. Uh, depending on the time of day and how many cars, it really matters. So there are basically three scenarios that can happen as you approach a zipper merge. There's nobody in front of you, and you just go. There's only a couple cars, and you kind of sort it out between yourself, and you get in there. And then there's the, the scenario that, that pisses most people off, which is a combination of merging earlier than the, the very front of the thing and people who insist on doing it right up at the front. Am I explaining this good enough? Do you want to add anything as far as just the description of what a proper zipper merge is? Well, I don't know if we got into that part of it yet, but you're you're describing scenarios that lead up fair, to... Yeah, fair enough. All right, why don't you describe what a proper zipper merge is? Basically, how I look at it is everybody uses all available lanes, and then when you get to that merge point, basically, you know, let's say I'm, I'm merging to my left, mm-hmm. I'm expecting that I'm going to get behind a car, mm-hmm. and the car that is adjacent or right behind that car is going to create enough space to where I can seamlessly shift into that lane. So we've got enough time to plan depending on how long this backup is. So if we've been backed up for a while, everybody can sit, you know, where you're kind of pacing. Think of it like a checkerboard. Mm -hmm. You got a car in the front, then you got a car to the right, and you got a car to the left, you got a car to the right. Everybody's spacing everything out to where when you get to the when you get to the merge point, you seamlessly zoom over. Now, if everybody's doing that in a proper fashion, you should be able to actually maintain a decent speed within the speed limit that is proposed for the construction zone. Now, I do disagree with that. I do think if, if everybody would do it, it would be better. You know what I mean? Like if we all were doing the exact same thing. Right. That's then, why we need self-driving yeah. cars. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So here's here's my question. What is more important, that we all do it at, the, at that spot you're talking about, right at the front? Like we merge... Right there, because you always see that little gif where it shows everybody just kind of merges together and everything just keeps flowing and and nothing slows down. It just all goes. Look at my little cartoon. You know what I mean? The reality is it's going to back things up no matter what. Uh, well, yeah, because you're going from two lanes to one. So there's, there's yeah, yeah. always going to be there's going to be a backup. Now it is exactly. super frustrating when when you are at a dead fucking stop and you haven't even got to it yet. That is like what the fuck is going on? I mean, we should at least be creeping. At a certain pace. But, but that's because people aren't fucking merging properly. Or there could be a flag person. That's understandable right. if there's big heavy equipment moving in. So there's some variables that could affect the flow of traffic. But now if ideally, if everybody's working things properly, you're, you're maintaining a certain slower, safer speed and planning that somebody is going to get in front of you and somebody's going to get behind you. If you are jammed up against the bumper and the person in front of you trying to block out the person over okay. to your right, well, that's where you're creating all these problems because now you're jamming things up. Yeah. You're trying to, instead of everybody merging together and flowing, keeping a flow, you're now creating this jam. Okay, yeah, but to, to be clear, and maybe I'm wrong in this because it sounds like maybe I am, uh, you think proper is basically you go up until you have to at the latest yes. point okay okay yeah so, don't be that early merger because now what you're no, doing no, no, hold, is it, you're slowing things up back don't at don't that don't, point. don't get ahead of me here you, okay uh, okay All i right. just wanted to clarify for the listener that you 
are saying, and not just you, you're not the only person, but uh, that the proper way to do this is right in front of where you have to merge. Go as far as you can and then merge at the last minute. Yeah, where okay. the state will say. Fair enough. Let me, let me ask you this. I, the, the point of this is to get it flow as smoothly as possible, right? That's the idea? Is it more important to do it at the same point, like everybody does it at the same point, or everybody does it at that point? Which is more important? At that point. Why? Because the problem is, is people that... No, 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 no. Is it more important? You have you have two options. No, Every, I'm telling you. Everybody you do merge it, do at, it the, at the merge point. Do not merge early. Don't, okay. don't push no, up. Hear me out, though. You're, 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 is it important? What is going to cause the delays? The, not merging at that point or not merging at the same point? Merging at if your, everybody at merged, an undetermined point. Okay, here's here's what literally happens for the most part, in my experience. Um, and also, here's another thing for anybody listening in Minnesota. It does drive me crazy that people in Minnesota seem to think this only happens in Minnesota. Fucking leave the goddamn state in a car. Go yeah, somewhere no else shit. during fucking road construction. <laughs> Go to Washington you, State. You really think this is a Minnesota issue, you fucking dipshit. Oh, my God. Drive in Florida. Anyway, um, here is the scenario I typically see. Most people start merging not way the fuck back, not right at the front, but close to the front. And then three or four people, like three out of 80, decide they have to go all the way to the front. And what I'm getting at is once... You start because we're we're in a shared space. We're, 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 there's there's certain rules now. In a perfect world, everybody would do exactly what you said. But to me, when you're on the road and you start seeing people are already merging, that's where you merge. And that if you insist on going past that, you are now the problem. It, no, and I, by no, the way, hey, by the way, I'm pointing at Gene while I say you. <laughs> so, <laughs> No, if if you're talking a few car lengths ahead of the actual lane, you know, ending, I'm going to say as many as twenty car lengths. Then you're stupid. No, again, what are you trying to do? Do you want traffic to flow smoothly, or do you want to be right? No, because now you're creating a problem to yeah. where you're merging early. First, <laughs> I was trying to catch that can. Yeah. <laughs> first of all, we should have filmed the whole thing. <laughs> you're creating a problem. This be to a where web now you're right now. opening the door for other people to, to go around you. I am one of those people that will go around you because you're you're at an improper merge point. The, the state itself says use I understand. all of the I available yeah, lanes. You know what? There's so also posted signs that do. say say the speed limit is 70 miles an hour. Are you going to do 70 miles an hour in the left lane and block people behind you? No. Okay. Well, why not? The state says that's the speed limit. In other words, it doesn't matter. You I'm have to stay out of the way. You, you, I don't want. No, no, but you've accepted a certain reality when it comes to speeding. It's no, like, but the well, left lane is for passing. It's not for cruising. For, I, but it doesn't matter what the speed limit is. You're I don't violating the that. speed limit. No, to, I'm not. If I'm doing 70 in the right hand lane, I'm fine. You're, but if you're, I don't care what you're doing in the if left I'm, lane. If I'm doing 70 and I'm not going fast enough for you in the left lane, then technically I'm not following but what that's the state not the says. Law. What I'm getting at is that we all live here together. We all work together. This is back to my communal thing. It's like no, we're back to once we start merging. The kid rock. We once, want only what we want to do. <laughs> that's what you. Your kid rock in this scenario. No, I'm following the fucking law. I'm following the rules. I'm starting the the, the <laughs> smart way of doing it, which is use the available lane until you get to the merge point. Look, that I, way you have you eliminate all possibility of cars going around you to try to merge down at you that. You sound like point. a preacher saying teen sex or teen pregnancy is 100% preventable. That's what you sound like. Yeah, you're right. If teens don't fuck, they won't have kids. But that's not going to happen. No, the the problem is I'm not talking about changing the the natural desires of teenagers. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about it's no different. You're talking about learning. the natural desires of drivers. It's like I'm sorry, but once people start merging, just merge. That that's the easiest fucking solution. Honestly, it takes care no, of no because okay. In your no, scenario, because I can go up there, and that's where I'm supposed to go. In your scenario, I could be two miles away from the merge point. I hope the cops get called on us because we're so loud <laughs> yelling about fucking. No, my neighbors are cool. <laughs> okay, um, then we don't have to worry about that. But so in your scenario, if ever, We're also if, on the ranch. if one asshole decides to merge in two miles ahead of a left lane that's jacked full of people because mm-hmm. they're not smart enough to use both lanes, then your scenario is well now everybody's got to merge at that merge point. Even though the construction company has it set up to where you can use two lanes, 
all the way up until mm-hmm. you have to actually merge. I don't think it's so that you're delaying common things that, that even that further. I don't recall ever seeing. And like you're a creating more chaos because everybody's going to merge at their own willy nilly point. If you all just go to the end of the fucking point, and then that you create a scenario where this is the perfect merge. Do it this way, or. Don't fucking drive. You don't know how many times I've, I've tried to tell people because they're like, God, that Gene seems just a very chill dude. I now this, I fucking am. This, no, you 100% are. Yeah. And I'm like, but, but I'm like, I, I'm telling you, there's an edge to this guy. You, you get the right topic. You talk about Eddie Trunk, boy, this motherfucker will go. Uh, <laughs> um, but I don't recall a scenario where we're talking miles of people merging early. It happens. I've seen it. Then I don't care. Then I, don't, then I don't think we're, we're affecting this. What I do see is that we can all see we're going to be merging. There's 15 cars ahead of me, and everybody's merging, and then one fucking guy has to go all the way to the front and just cut in front of people because I'm right. This is what the state says I'm supposed to do. How about you just share the road with everybody, man? How about everybody just merge at that merge point? What Again, teen pregnancy, 100% preventable. Yeah. I'm, we're not talking about the same thing. I'm just, you know. You're talking about hormones and stuff. I'm no, talking no, no, about no. I'm everybody talk- just using common sense. You're missing the metaphor then. Because no, I know your metaphor, but I think you're wrong. Yeah. <laughs> you're, you're saying like, then I think we're, saying, we're people, talking about revamping the education system when it comes to driving instruction, what it takes to get a license. That's what they How- tell you to do. I, How many people don't use their turn signals, but that's part of your driving education. Jesus Christ, have you been on the fucking road? I know you have. Right. Nobody knows how to fucking drive. Exactly. So then why worry about it? You know what I mean? Because Right, that's why I'm going to go around the idiot that's merging two miles ahead of time Again, and, and the, the, use that whole lane. That is such an unlikely scenario. Two miles ahead. Oh, come I, on. I'm merging. Have you driven in Minnesota? Two, yes. Because it's just Minnesota that does this. <laughs> That's what we call full circle. <laughs> Look, the reality is that um, it turns out you and I aren't going to solve this problem. Oh, fuck no. It's never going to change. But I, I do appreciate Here's it. Here's what I want. I want everybody to be selfish. Use both lanes until you get to that merge point, and then work together once you get there. I, I got an idea. I what want it peace is. on earth. I do too, actually. I think we just uh, the self-driving car thing is kind of interesting concept when it comes Public to that. Public transportation would be helpful as well. Yeah, less cars uh, on the road. Although I don't know, man. I just used, I used it for the Uncle Cracker show, and I'm pretty sure someone was smoking crack on public transportation. I don't think I want to go back. That's see, that seems like a benefit to me. Free crack smoke. I don't know. You're what looking it was. at this wrong way. I got physically ill. Ooh. I don't know. I'm not, I don't know what I, I'm, I'm guessing because I don't. I honestly don't know what crack smoke smells like. Uh, but it it was smoky, but it was a uh, scent of smoke that I've never smelt before. And I'm also profiling the people I was sharing the the light rail with. <laughs> so a combination Kid of those. rock fans is what yeah, you're saying. Yeah. Well, Uncle Cracker, you know. See, there you go. Uh, hey, uh, let me try something with you. Uh, maybe this will be a little fun. Like, um, so I'll do. Uh, I'm doing this. And then you come in and you go, and I'll point it. All right, let, let's just give it a fuck. Who gives a fuck? All right, ready? Sure. Uh, we I'll, can cut I'll, this I'll nod at you when, when you go, you hit the, the D string, okay? And just sustain it. Looking dynamite with the highly stockings and the sweater so tight. They hit the, the G there. Asked her name. She said her name was Maybe. Well, she walked up to May and she, she asked, asked me, me to dance. dance. Yeah. <laughs> she said, I am looking for some wild <laughs> romance. Gee, you took give me a wink. She said, I'm the Yeah, let's have some fun with it. I like do whatever you want there. You know, the two chords. Oh, and then it's like, uh, oh. Wasn't it like a. Yeah, I mean, if you want to, if you want, you want to try that. Yeah, you do that, and then I'll be the Ted Nugent. Where's my cousin? Dressed to kill, looking dynamite with the high-laced stockings and the sweater so tight. She gave me a. Yeah, okay, I got it now. Yeah, is he kind of riding that D the whole time? Yeah, isn't he? yeah, he yeah he stays on that. You you handled that right. God, it's been a while since I've heard that song, even. Yeah, let's fuck around with this, man. 
to kill looking down a mine with the high laid stockings and the sweater so tight. He asked her name. She said her name was Maybe. Well, she walked up to me and she asked me to dance. She said, I am looking for some wild romance. I gave her a wink. She said, I have to think about it, maybe. She said, what you got, that's what I need. Your kind of love got me on my knees. I'm so tired of what you got, got a hold on. She can't help it. She can't help it. She can't merge. That was fun. (laughs) Yeah, we've never done that before. She can't merge. Yeah, that's something fucking new, man. First of all, me singing along to you. Yeah, that was fucking great, man. See enough we could rehearse if you just move closer. (laughs) You know that one? I do not. You know the song, though? Yeah, I do. It's the it smells like teen spirit pattern. And the guitar man. Where were you in '69? Smoking dope and drinking wine. It's an outlaw. This is fun. Uh. How the fingers? Not too bad. I'm getting them back. I, I, I've been slacking, I have to admit. I, I, I apologize. After last season, I, I kind of tapered off my guitar playing, which mm. is which So is like the, 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 the Gene Splice gig was your last time fucking around? Yeah. I'd say in preparation for Gene Spice and then a little bit. I mean, I've done, I dabbled here and there, but I've been so focused on doing so much with the podcast lately that... You're killing it, by the way. I've slacked on my guitar playing. Best couple months of uh, D-O-T-P-D. No, D-O-T-W-P. Well... <laughs> <laughs> or dotwpod.com. I mean, that's <laughs> yeah, you're, you're, you got it down a little tighter. So, uh, uh, you and Nate are crushing it, man. Um, uh, I'm looking now. Is the, the Anthrax one is not out yet, right? It is. It was just released uh, two days ago. Okay. Um, no, I'm sorry. Yesterday. It's not Sunday. I'm looking yeah. for, I'll be listening to that then probably on my drive home tonight. I already heard from your co-host. He was. He was. He loved it. He was giving props. Now, um, I have. He, he had uh, different opinions on V Volume Eight. Yeah, him and I uh, aren't uh, symbiotic when it comes to the Bush era. Well, I think you're right. I think we reflect back, but there's there's one solid album, cover to cover, and then there's a bunch of good songs spread within yeah. four releases, three releases, three, three, three yeah, yeah, because you got Stomp, you got Volume Eight, and you got We Come for You All. And I remember I was really excited for that Lesser of Two Evils where they same, were, and then I heard it and I'm like. I didn't need that. No, I guess and it's so cool, but I yeah, I felt almost dirty because <laughs> I wanted that so bad, and then I heard it. I'm like, oh, well, yeah, that okay. I wondered why did I want this? Uh, yeah. It's just because uh, because I was so in, I, I was so engrossed with John Bush. Like literally, I forgave him every record after Sound of White Noise because I'm like, holy fuck, this band is suddenly like a must listen for me. And now it's it's everything that record and before. I think I had. Uh, Sound of White Noise 2 or 3. It was pretty high on the list. Um, Damn. I don't recall if that It doesn't head. matter. Whatever. Listen but to the, yeah, listen two to the episode. 2 or 3 sounds but, right. Yeah. Uh, I know I had it high. Uh, but, I want to say 3, but I could be wrong. But I, I can't remember the last time I listened to um, uh, the Fistful of Metal growing up, because I know I heard it. Okay. Uh, and I knew I knew a couple of the songs because even did a couple of those on uh, on the Lester of Two Evils. But you actually, I, I think I mentioned it in my notes that... Um, 
you shared, you bought a vinyl copy of one of those recent pressings of it. And I'm yeah, like, yeah, 10 inch actually. Uh, yours is a 10 inch. Yeah, it's a 10 inch. Well, uh, no, I'm sorry. You're right. I, I did get the 10 inch, but then Walmart did the color yeah. remasters. Or and so like I that. actually went to Walmart and on a lark and I saw it and I'm like, fuck it. I, I'm going to buy it. And then I listened to it. And I'm like, motherfucker, this is classic early thrash. Yes, it is. I mean, it's, it's not Joey. It's a nice timestamp of the time. And it's it's good. I mean, it's it just yeah. It kind of reminded me of like um. It's better than Megadeth. The first Testament. Yeah, I think it's definitely better than the first Megadeth record. Um, I was actually surprised. I've been. We're about to go uh, redo our worst to best on Megadeth because they have a new album mm. out. And uh, upon revisiting um, that first Megadeth, I've realized that it doesn't hold up. It's got some good stuff, and it's early thrash. You know. Setting, totally setting up the genre so I can appreciate what Dave is doing yeah. but as far as an overall product I feel it's the weakest of the big four first albums oh 100% yeah uh, I think Metallica's the uh, Kill Em All is the best and I put Slayer and then probably Fistful of Metal and I would put Megadeth in kind of a distant fourth there um, it reminds me a little bit of the early testament it actually kind of reminds me of Death Angel now I got oh, a Death yeah. Angel at about Act 3 so it's a little more polished recording, but the music, the the riffs, that kind of approach the to style, the song. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That early thrash uh, blueprint that Dave was pretty much instrumental in creating. That and Exodus and the bands sure, that were coming yeah, up in that yeah. area. Yeah, Exodus. Uh, I love Bond and Bible. That, that record is amazing to me. Um, and they, were, they actually did a, they did a re-recording of that with uh, one of their later singers. Uh, God. Oh, my God. His name is escaping me. I could see it's his not, face. It might be Zetro. Was was it? It wasn't Rob Dukes. It might be. It might. I think it's Zetro. Anyway, that's actually solid too. Um, really, I don't know if I've actually gotten. You know, while you look that up, that. I'm going to use your uh, your doggy doggy room. Baco stepped away for the moment, so I am looking up information regarding the release of Exodus's thing and not getting sidetracked by my Facebook feed. Where the fuck did that go? Oh, that's because I I leave, I deleted the app because I didn't want Facebook tracking me. Actually, no, because they pissed me off. Fucking flagged me for something, and I decided, you know what? Fuck you guys. I'm going to take the damn app off. Of course, now they're trying to get me to put the app back on my phone, but you know what? You can just eat a dick, Mark Zuckerberg, or another one. Not that there's anything wrong with that. That's that's sort of funny insult. Eat a dick. Well, usually it's kind of a pleasurable experience, depending on who's the eater and the ED, or you know whether you desire that or not. Oh, that's right. Exodus. Yeah, Rob Dukes. It is Rob Dukes. Okay. What, what's it called? Reblooded or? Let There Be Blood. Mm. I forgot about that. I'm not real big of an Exodus fan. I like Same. them. Same. But I don't go out of my way for Exodus either, other than Toxic Waltz. That for me is the, <laughs> my favorite. That's the pinnacle. Yeah, I'm kind of, uh, I'm, I, I'm a little over that. but. Uh. I used to play it in a band, actually. That was hard. Vocal and, uh, and so you sang guitar it? playing, yeah. Nice. Everybody doing the toxic walls. You know they kind of have a an overkill vibe when you get to that era. Yeah, touch. Yeah. One thing, one of the problems that 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 song has, as well as um, I want to be somebody from Wasp, which we've covered, is there is the between the chorus and the second verse, there's no break. So vocally, it's a bitch because you are just screaming your head off, getting to the end of that that chorus, and then you got to go right into a and then right into verse two. Now I know the bands do it different live depending yeah. on the vocalist, but Wasp definitely doesn't live. They do a musical interlude, a musical break between the chorus and then second verse. We have our Wasp concert coming up this summer here. Yes, that's a summer concert series for us. Yeah, the weird thing is I'm. Oh, that's ex- right. I got to pay you for that, by the way, at some point. Yeah, we'll figure it out. Yeah. there's a little time between that. Uh, uh, but uh, I was just gonna blow you. I just want you know whatever. Uh, that works. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we should have learned some Wasp. Alex Alt's gonna be a little disappointed with that guy. Oh shit! Yeah, I didn't think of that. I think that's mean man, <laughs> sort of. <laughs> <laughs> Heavy on the I'm sort mean. of. The motherfucking man, I got that win. On the way. <laughs> it's always back to the G. Woo. Oh, Blackie Lawless. Woo. <laughs> that guy is, by the way, um, 
Well, who's that wrestler? The 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 Nature Boy. What's the guy's name? Ric Flair. Yeah, that guy's woos are fucking garbage. He is one of the worst wooers of all time. For that to be his signature move, it's like, you should actually be good at it. It's like if you ordered a woo from Wish. That's what Rick wow. Nature, the, the Nature Boy is. But uh, Blackie hope, Lawless, woos, fucking spot on, man. I hope you delete a bunch of your email to create space for all the hate mail you're about to get. Suck it, Joey Haney. Wrestling sucks and it's fake. <laughs> I was just thinking Aaron Camaro, but yeah, Joey Haney too. You listen to that uh, that. Uh, Purple Daily too, right? Once in a while, on um, occasion, yeah. yeah. Okay, more so in the football season, especially since we're doing, we were doing the uh, football podcast yeah, together. Yeah, um, yeah the, the 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 young. So you got kind of an older guy. He's a little older than us, uh, old sports writer. Then a guy like in his late thirties, early forties, I think. Uh, so uh, Judd, and then um, I can't remember. The Mackey is the the middle aged one. Phil Mackey, and then uh, the the young guy on there in his mid twenties, uh, Declan. Ah. He was just talking. They were talking about wrestling, and, and he's like, and he, and, uh, and he got kind of, by the way, calling wrestling fake is such a fucking lame move or something like that. Like, I mean, have you ever watched a movie that's scripted and all that stuff? And I'm like, it's because he grew up after the 80s, because basically that little shit doesn't realize that fucking the same people that still, the, I'm, I, I, see, the thing is, I haven't talked to Joey in a while, so I don't know how much I want to poke him. You know what I mean? Because uh, I'm being playful, but, uh, People my age that grew up in wrestling, those assholes were telling me all through like grade school into fucking high school, that shit's real, man. It's real. It's all real. And then like the whole thing came where um, Vince McMahon actually got called in front of Congress because they have nothing better to do uh, and had to admit, yeah, it's all predetermined. It's basically a soap opera that we do live action of. You know, it's it's a play. Um, and then it turned chained from like, yeah, you think that. Look at him when hitting that group. That's real. That hurts. It's like yeah, you understand that that's not the fucking point. You know, it's that this is a predetermined sporting event. You can't gamble on it for a reason. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Because it's openly known. And now, if you were raised in that, you look at it that way. But yeah, you know, I'm sorry, but but to people you know our age, I'm sorry. It, it is a, a sticking point with me. It's like. Fuck that. Look, I don't care if people like it. I go, go spend your money on whatever the hell you want on. Go see Beyonce, you fucking idiot. I don't care. Uh, <laughs> I died go to wrestling way before Beyonce. By the way, I'm at that stage in my life, too, where I'm like, as a spectacle and as an event, I think I'm, I, I might like to go see a, a professional wrestling, like a, like one of the big ones in an arena. I'd say, yeah, if you're going to go to an event, it's going to have way more of an impact than just watching it on TV. Well, I would enjoy it is all I'm getting at. I went to a monster truck rally, and that's not my, my bag. No. But I in was person, like, fuck. it's fun. It was fun. I get it. You know, I can admit like, what it is. Yeah, it's like I know a f- fucking Gravedigger's going to win. <laughs> it's like banging a fat chick. I mean, as long as nobody sees you do it. Oh, well, I screwed that part up. Uh, <laughs> uh, Gene, well, don't videotape it. There's very little in my life that, that, that uh, all my embarrassing moments uh, or cringy moments are, are, are always viewed by people. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, that's I've been to a I took my son to a monster truck show. Because just it was one of those things, you know, he was young and yeah. felt like, what the hell? Why not? So, now, that's yeah. more of a winter thing than a summer thing, but... Uh, yeah, that's true. Where soccer is more of a, win- uh, a summer thing. Yeah, that was fun. That was. And then the team, uh, even though our team shit the bed when we were there, they did... You know, if it was a Viking game, it would be more of a bummer if they didn't win. I honestly didn't give a shit. Uh, I had so much fun just watching, watching the event, watching these guys go... Um, the crowd participation is amazing yes. there. Uh, what, well, that's what, the thing is, it's a constant flow. You don't have people on a microphone saying, you know, uh, running the play-by-play or running, you know, all the information. It's basically it's just the the whistle goes, and then for forty-five minutes you, the, uh, or so, mm-hmm. these guys are just running back and forth trying to score. Yeah. You know, they're trying to set things up. So there's, there there's are a, some silly things about soccer, like the... the oh, the flopping? Well, the flopping, <laughs> uh, but you get that in the NBA, so... Uh, oh, God, yeah. There, there's That's a where whole, they learned it. There's a whole Instagram page dedicated to LeBron James not getting fouled, but getting called for being fouled. Uh, <laughs> I wouldn't doubt it. Yeah, and... Um, but the, one of the things I want to touch on there is, like, it's still... I think soccer and, like, minor league baseball... Actually, I think all sporting events should be a lot fucking cheaper. But the idea that those yes. those they're really not that much of a discount from going to a Twins game to a Saints game, you know what I mean? It's it's it used to be a Saints game used to be like five dollars, but the fucking Twins regular season outfield seat used to be seven bucks, not terribly long ago before they just before they built the new stadium. Um, and I just heard that the Yankees are going to start putting 
advertisements on their their jerseys. Really? And Hot, wait a minute. So there's New York's got to be on fire then with well, the riots. You would think, uh, but I but that that's kind of my part is the, the the fan apathy when it comes to this stuff. Like it used to be that like. Um, so here's a lesson for all you youngsters out there. Um, commercials on TV used to be the reason why you didn't have to pay for TV. Then cable TV came along, and they showed the same advertisements and then charged you for sending a cleaner, more consistent signal into your house, which seemed like a fair trade-off at the time, but we see where it's gone now. I don't think we're too far removed from movie theaters where we see a movie and there's a commercial in the movie, like actually interrupting like there's a commercial break, they call it, and then they'll, they'll show commercials because they already they used to not be commercials in, in movie theaters either. Now they're it's it before the trailers are commercials, and and then after the trailers before the movie is another commercial, and then usually an advertisement for the concession stand. But you know the point is that like, can you play? Let's all go to the lobby. <laughs> So I'll go to the lobby. Uh, everybody, it used to be that the commercials existed. They were kind of a nuisance, but we got we got exposed to some products in exchange. We also got television. And for sometimes free. they were entertaining. Yeah. Where's the beef? Yeah, exactly. So yeah, well, that they, chick was hot. They got better as, as time went on, as far as the creativity goes. But oh my, yeah, definitely not in the eighties. My point. Seventies. I'm doing the the uh, time travel radio, and I'm in the seventies, and I've been pulling commercials to uh-huh. to feed into the feed, and. I'm not to that excitement point yet. So it's got to be, I think the 80s is when they realized, wow, if we can make our commercials not just informative, but more, maybe even more so entertaining, I think the 80s is where that starts. I don't think it's... In, oh, I'm at 78. 100%, 100%, maybe late 70s, uh, where they almost became... I'm at 78, and it's still not there. Okay, fair enough. Um, Unless you like ring around the collar. The point being, we've lost our way, and again, this is how yes. things always work. They just... It's they, boiling a frog. They do something shitty... And we go, that's shitty. And then years go by, years go by, years go by, and suddenly we've all accepted that the shitty thing exists. It's just there. My, The New York Yankees aren't giving discounts on tickets because of this advertising revenue they're getting. We are exposed to revenue everywhere, and fans should go, you know what? Not fucking watching if you're doing this. I'm sorry, you're not giving me anything out of it. If anything... That commercial, that cell phone company that that you're now advertising on your shirt is tracking my data, selling it to people, and not giving me a cut of any of it. You know what I mean? It's we're being used, manipulated, and it's it's so fucking effective. And it's like all you got to do is stop and go. That's kind of fucked up. Yeah, nope, not not gonna play a part. You know what I mean? So I get shit to this day about like being the guy who won't pay for a streaming service. You know, it's like why do you fucking care? Really. Yeah. <laughs> I don't understand why people need to be involved in everybody else's life, especially when there's a circling the drain. I could it, teach a fucking master class in minding your own business, by the way. I'd like to see that. Yeah. <laughs> What's that site that you can sign up for and get all those classes? Yeah. Penn, Penn and Teller got one. Mbako with How to Mind Your Own Damn Business. <laughs> oh, my neighbor, uh, neighbor's got a mailbox I don't... I don't care for it. You know what? Mind your own damn business. Move to a fucking HOA. Yeah, no shit. What are we playing, Gene? I thought this was the theme song for Baco's educational courses. I got a master class teach you how to mind your own fucking business. Lesson one, mind your own fucking business. <laughs> Let me write this down. Lesson two, always refer to lesson one. Is that a one with a one or an O-N-E? It's a, a new a Roman numeral I. Perfect. I just want to make sure I get this written. Properly. E-G, E-G. What's our third chord? Let's go, let's go lazy, go D. Very spinal tap. Yeah. I changed it. I went from a G to a yeah. A instead of that's e, fucking a, sweet, e, man. Yeah. Fucking that's, A, man. That's fucking talent. You know what? Uh, what? Uh, when do you consider the start of summer in Minnesota? Because 
I actually have, have, have said it a few times on the podcast, but I think Minnesota summers are underrated. As much shit as we get about the winter, I think the summers, for the most part, as a complete package, are pretty fucking awesome. I've, I've also spent a good chunk of my life during the summer in Arizona, so I have that to compare it to. I've been to Texas during the summer, but again, more of a shorter thing. I've been to California in the summertime. It's probably tough to beat L.A. for weather year-round, but the Minnesota summer, I think it's pretty awesome. Yeah, I dig it. It's the most one I'm most familiar with. I mean, I've spent... Brief periods of time in other states, but yeah. nothing I can draw from a, a long-term experience to offer uh, a proper opinion. But the the beauty of the the winter is it's the opposite, so you you get the experience of both, mm-hmm. and I think you get that makes you appreciative more so of when the weather's decent, the bugs aren't out. Actually, I does, I don't know about you, but my experience with this this summer feels like. Bugs have been way better this year. I don't know. I, if it's... I've had almost nothing. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 amazing. I think uh, I don't know if they um, if they're doing some kind of illegal uh, spraying uh, oh. in, in the in the big cities. Uh, but I I have never really sprained my third arm. I haven't had a bug issue since I moved to the Twin Cities. Like I remember in Rochester was an issue, and then growing up on the farm, obviously, um, they were fucking everywhere. It seemed like you were getting bit by mosquitoes constantly, but. Uh, um, I used to spray my yard with that uh, cutter mosquito oh, really? spray, um, but I, I haven't done it in a while, and I really haven't noticed a difference. So, I think uh, I think secretly while we sleep, the city kills all the bugs, and then uh, we're the benefit. I'm just glad that our taxpayer dollars are finally coming to to benefit us in some fashion. Preach, brother, preach. If Walls is out there with a sprayer. Thank God. That Nazi. <laughs> I'd get into that, but we have more listeners that don't live in Minnesota. Uh, so. Yeah, right. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> a little bluegrass thing I wrote. Uh, it's actually on the uh, little Make Bold Statements record. I was just holding down the end, bottom end for you. Oh, yeah, baby. Little uh, Tesla. I used to use that to. Uh, actually, I used to use Allison Chains. I can't remember how to play it anymore. Um, uh, what was that? Uh, uh, what the hell of I song on the uh, Last Action Hero soundtrack? Oh yeah. Yeah, I used to use that to like check my tuning. Like basically. It's, it's all in there, you know what I mean? <laughs> but it, 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 it hits every string, plus it gives you uh, two open chords. So it was a nice little way to... And they did a lot of like... Um, well, they did, a lot of their stuff has drop D, so that's kind of a, a, yeah. a, a weird thing there with that. Gene tuning his guitar... Yeah, something sounded a little soft. I, I, we've been out here in this humidity. Yeah, I know. I mean, it's not bad as far as Minnesota goes. It's really not. No, it's actually a pretty decent day. All right, buddy. Let's get into this. One for the ladies, as, as uh, David Roth would say. I love myself. I want you to love me. When I feel down, I want you to love me. I search myself, I want you to find me I forget myself, I want you to remind me Oh, I don't want anybody else When I think about you, I touch myself Oh, I don't want anybody else Oh no, oh no, oh no, oh no you're the one who makes me come running. You're the sun who makes me shine. When you're around, I'm always laughing. I want to make you mine. I close my eyes and use you before me. I think I would die if you were to ignore me. 
A fool could say just how much I adore you I get down on my knees, I do anything for you Oh, I don't want anybody else When I think about you, I touch myself Oh, I don't want anybody else Oh no, oh no, oh no So Sons Out Mike's out, season two, or season three Gene Vogel, thank you very much Anytime Oh, I don't want anybody else When I think about you, I touch myself Peace out, people. Hey, oh, why don't we reposition ourselves and get a little more comfortable? Uh, uh, we're sitting right next to each other. I'm not going to shut the camera off. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. Fantasy Points.